You can still get your life back. Get your life back. It's real. Get your life back. Get your life back. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Cheryl Get Your Life Back podcast. I'm so happy you have joined us again for another wonderful topic. And you all know who follow me that I love to talk about all things passion, all things purpose. I love helping people enhancing their quality of life, learning how to thrive in this life, breaking through barriers, and propelling into their purpose. And so I love connecting with like-minded people like my special guest today. But before I get into that, today's topic is reinventing and repackaging yourself. And you know, I talk about that a lot. You know, the strengths that you have, the passions, the gifts, the talents, things that you have, things that are lying doormat. And sometimes we don't even realize those things are brandable. Those things are bankable. Those things are monetizable. And sometimes we're sitting on possessions that we don't even know we have. And we keep looking on the outside and looking at other people. And so I'm all about helping people identify those things and being multi-purposeful with it. There's so many things that we can do in the earth. I do believe, and I'm sure my guest does, that we all have a purpose to serve in these in this earth. And so it is my mission, along with people that I invite to my podcast, to help you do just that because we have done it ourselves. So we're not just talking about something that we read about or a myth. This is something that we actually live and something that we are operating in and continuing to do so as well. So we're keeping it real, keeping it authentic. And thanks again for joining. If you want to know more about me, go to SherlaWhiteHoward.com. Check out all my services and my packages and everything, and my events and all of that wonderful stuff. But anyway, today I want to inspire you because I know there's some of you out there who can identify with what we're talking about, reinventing ourselves and repackaging ourselves, because a lot of times we lose our vision and our purpose. And so I want to help you do just that. I want to welcome my guest today, Miss Candace Spears. Hello, 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 Cheryl. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. I am too. I couldn't wait for this day to come. Uh, you know, I believe that a lot of people, Candice, are you know, I work with, I do mental health counseling on the side as well. And so mm -hmm. a lot of my clients are, you know, they battle with anxiety, they battle with depression, saying they're bored, they feel like they have no sense of purpose. Some of them even say, I don't have a passion. And I believe mm -hmm. a lot of times because of the diagnosis that it repressed and suppressed all of that. So they lost a sense of identity. And so sometimes mm -hmm. they just kind of buy in to the self-defeated thoughts. You know, I don't, there's no reason for me to be here. You know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, there's no purpose. And then they tell themselves that. And I said, you have told yourself that and you bought into the lie. And so what I like mm -hmm. to do is try to help them discover, recover, you know, all the things that you're going to talk about and then have, and then take it to the next level and, and helping them to find a sense of purpose and passion. And I know you have done that within your own life. And I know some of you out there, you know, you're tired of, um, feeling that way. Some of you can identify with my client that you feel like, oh, maybe some of you, let me, let me back up. Some of you probably had, know you have big dreams. You know you possess something big. You know you have some more greatness in you, or there's some other things that you really want to do, but you're kind of giving up. You get tired. You get weary. You feel burned out. And so this broadcast is to really help give you fire under your feet, push you towards your purpose, push you towards enhancing, like I said, your quality of life and doing those things that matter to you. Because I believe at the end of the day, people are happy when they're doing things that they love to do. And so I know mm -hmm. Candace agree with me when it comes to that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's, so, that's, 
Yes. That's it. <laughs> you know all about that. I'm going to have you get into your story. I definitely want you to share your story of how you reinvented and repackaged yourself as well. And so before we get into that, I do want to read a little bit about Candace Spears, and then I'm going to let her take the wheel. <laughs> but anyway, so Candace is an entrepreneur. She's a mom podcaster and so much more than that strategist she is currently the host of ambition honey and hustle which is a daily podcast focused on helping ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career and get paid for two things doing what excites them and making an impact bigger than anyone thought was possible. So that's why this just really just you know work together with what the, the things that I try to do as well. Further Having a personal brand offer in place. Okay, okay, this is about your offer. I'm gonna let you go into this. <laughs> we have a whole repackaging program, so I'm gonna let her get into that. So, Candace, back to the original question: How did you get to this point? How did you experience uh, uh, maybe a time or situation where you felt like there was more for you to do? You needed to reinvent yourself. You needed to repackage yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, Cheryl, one of the things that come to mind, so, so many different things come to my mind, but one of the things that comes to my mind in particular, you know, I was, so my background is in technology for the most part, technology and IT in particular, and I bounced around between IT and product marketing and product management, all this other stuff in the corporate America. Right. I just remember, you know, I was in IT for a good chunk of time and I had this secret love for marketing. Like right. I was in IT, I was with the nerds, but I right. kind of felt like I had more. Right. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> so I, w- I was thinking to myself, all right, how am I going to get myself over into marketing? I don't have everything they're looking for. Now, right. educationally, educationally, my background was IT and marketing, but okay. I had no, I had no practical experience. Right. In right. It. And so I just remember thinking, all right, I want to get myself over into marketing. I'm in IT now. I got myself connected with somebody. Networking is huge, right? I'm sure we'll talk about that, but networking is huge. So I got myself connected with someone who was in marketing and I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's just talk, like help me understand some mentorship, that type of thing. Um, And then I found out about this role that had opened up. It was a global product marketing manager. Okay. Now that was like, Oh my gosh. First off, how am I even worthy to, to do this? Right? right. There's no way that I am going to be able to fit the qualifications of this role. Okay. And so as I looked at the role more, I started to think, okay, they're looking for somebody who knows what it means to um, understand from customers what their needs are and be right. able to take it forward, who understands how to launch a product. And I'm thinking, all right, well, me working in IT, I mean, I work with customers. They're not in customers, but they're the department down the street. Heck, that's a customer, right? right? I just started looking very differently about the things that I had and said, okay, I can reframe this in a different way. You You know what I mean? Yeah. And be super credible for this opportunity. Okay. (laughs) And and that's exactly what happened. I did some reframing. I was doing some networking and I ended up being in in that role. So you created a project. (laughs) Girl. I'm telling you, but that's the thing. Like yeah. we, we have that so often, right. like it's, it's easy, especially as people are moving around in careers or they see something that they want to do right. and it's easy to be kind of like, Oh, but I don't have the experience. Oh, right. I don't have this exactly. and not, you know, and not look deeper. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's just, just one of the things, I mean, I've had the, the rock bottom stories, <laughs> Cheryl. Yes, around. I'm sure. <laughs> 
losing, you know, losing my, my job and my oh, identity yeah. being all tied up in that job. You, you know what right. I'm talking about? Right. 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 And then finding yourself and saying, okay, well maybe that was a blessing in disguise. What is it that I'm really talented at? And what is it that I really should be bringing to the world? And how right. do I reinvent myself in that way? Gotcha. And so I had some of that happen as well. And there's, there's just been a myriad of reinvention all over the place. Right. <laughs> it, it was so funny because I tell people sometimes to kind of look at their behavior. Like I know for me, working at some places in the past, I became antsy. I noticed I kind of stopped walking around, doing different things, or I'm on the computer because I had a lot of time in some of the positions that I have. I'm doing all this other, uh, other extra stuff <laughs> on mm -hmm. my time where it's like, I get so engrossed in it. It's like, I get, if I can do this all day, <laughs> I'll be so happy. Another thing mm -hmm. I find, I call them signs and symptoms. I'm sure you experience it like there's more. Um, the other thing I experienced was, oh, I've noticed that I like to talk. <laughs> and I think about, and I have people sometimes going to childhood. I said, look, sometimes you guys forgot when you was young and things you used to play. And you forgot all about that when you became an adult or we go through different traumatic experiences or hardships or whatever through life. And you kind of push those things away. But I remember that me and what, I had a best friend named Teresa and they used to separate us in class because we like to talk and mm -hmm. even in church because we like to talk. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, when I'm looking back, you know, as I got old, I'm looking at the things that I love to do. I'm like, I do like to talk. And I like to talk about deep things. I'm funny. I'm, I'm, I can be very humorous, but I like to kind of jump in the ocean. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I realized I started looking at, like you say, things that you have. What things can I do where I'm able to use my voice? Because I believe I had a lot of stuff to say. And one mm -hmm. lady really, sometimes, sometimes people will point out your strengths and your gifts. Yes. I remember a lady, her name, we used to call her Sister Harris. She used to say, Sherm, you have so many things to say. I can't wait to get all that stuff out of you. And I was like, me too. <laughs> you know what? But when you say that, Cheryl, that is so true. Yes. Around, you know, a lot of times, and I've, I've heard this question often. Well, how do I know what my value is? How do I know what I bring to the world? Right. And I say, sometimes pay attention to the things that people are saying to you. Yes. yes. Or the things that people are asking you for, constantly right. coming to you for, right? Exactly. And, and the thing is, sometimes the stuff that people are coming to us for, we don't necessarily want to be bothered with. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, anyway. But, but in that somewhere is probably something that you are super good at. Like, there is right. something in there. Maybe you just use it in a different direction, in That's a different right. way. But to, like, pay attention to, right. to what people are saying and even how you're spending your time, I think that goes a long way. But let me, and then what about the flip side with something that you always got in trouble for, like comedians, mm. right? Always <laughs> cutting true. jokes, distracting the class. And it's like they learn <laughs> to use that energy, like you said, in another direction and repurposed it, re whatever, reinvent, repackage, all that stuff, and able right. to make a living off of it. Like this is, the, and I do believe, and I believe you're a God fearing person too, mm -hmm. that God gives us gifts and talents that should sustain us for life. Yes. I think they yes. should sustain us in certain areas of our life. And I heard that a long time ago. And I'm like, that is so true. Why would he give that, invest that in us if it wasn't mm -hmm. for us to use and to be a blessing to other people, which I'm going to get into next is I want to know how are you helping people do the same thing that you did? Because I know that's what you're doing now. 
Yes. Yeah, so wait, before I answer that question, okay. because you just, you yes, struck something when you just said it. I, I think, you know, the whole idea, God gives us stuff, gifts and, right. and everything to help sustain us. Yes. I think part of it is sometimes fear on yes. our part, right? right? Or our own, our own mental game that says, oh, but nobody's going to pay me to do xyz or i'm not going to be able to make a living doing xyz you know what i mean like we place our own limits on the gifts that you're given because our we're we're thinking this small and not you know on a broader and what could be so i i am with you a thousand percent okay i'm sorry back to your question people need to know that you know because all we think is so saturated everybody's doing the same thing and what you're doing you're negating your own uniqueness that you bring to it, your audience, the people that are drawn to you. Just like when I say I like to talk, people will always come to me with their stories, their lives. I'm not gonna be on the street and a stranger would just come to me and just start pouring out stuff that they gone through. I get this on social media too. Just mm. jump into my DM and I, I wanted to talk to you. I don't know the people from nowhere. And I'm like, okay. And it, to me, they're reminders and indicators that you are doing what you're supposed to do or right. indicators that's pointing you towards the right direction. And those are reminders. But right. yeah. yeah. And even that thing, I'm sorry, we're on one. No, I'm good. like, I'm distracted. You're holding this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but even on that point of, you know, when, when people may think, oh, but there's so many people doing this already, or there's yes. so many people in this, that is a gift. And I've had to reframe that myself. I'm sure. Thinking, you know, thinking about the fact that there, well, there are so many people, this is so crowded, so many people doing this. That's a sign to you that Exactly. It's something that's necessary. That's like there's right. something in that. Like you exactly. have an opportunity to bring some unique angle to it. Yes. And look at it that way as that's opposed right. to, well, there's not room for me and there's not this and there's not that. You know what I mean? Exactly. You bring your whole self. Humor, whatever yes. that looks like. Bring your whole self yes. to it. Yes. So now I want to know, how are you helping people to reinvent themselves and repackage themselves? Mm. So I have something out there right now called Repackage Academy. And essentially what it is, is I'm telling people, if you want to go forward, and I think the basis of any type of fulfillment from a career perspective is you have got to be happy. And in somewhere, somewhere in there, you're being of service. Right. And so whenever I'm talking to people, whenever I'm coaching people where they're like, oh, I'm thinking about going to go do this thing or going to go do that thing, or I don't know, I'm just not happy. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of that. Right. I like to, I like to start and say, all right, never mind what job you want to go into, right? right? Or what business you want to start. Right. Let's start from the place of what impact do you want to make in the world? There you go. Because I think when you can get there and say, all right, I understand that I want to serve, I don't know, I understand that I want to serve battered women, right. let's just say, right? Mm-hmm. right? And, and I, want to, I want to help them to um, live a life that is a life of safety and not having worry and all this other stuff. And, right. and on the other side, you want them to be you know, free to do the things that they want to do, whatever it is. If right. you start from that lens, you open the world to all of the different paths that you could take. Hey, you could start running your own batter women's shelter. Right. You could start working at a women's clinic somewhere. You could right. start doing any number of things. Right. But when you start from a place of, all right, this is who I want to serve, right? You can then start from a place of fulfillment. Right. Once you've, once you've got that figured out, now let's start talking about, okay, so there's opportunity A, B, and C. Right. I may not necessarily meet the qualifications, but okay, 
don't worry, right? Right. Let's look and understand what is it that they're really after when they say they want, you know, 10 years of experience doing X, Y, Z. What do they really want? That's good. Now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking back, looking back on your own experiences, what does your inventory of experiences look like? Like, right. and what can you reframe to give them what they're asking for? Never mind what the paper says. Exactly but to give them what they're asking for. And so right. that's how, when, whenever I'm working with people and coaching and even through that program, it's that series of know your impact, know your inventory of experiences because right. it's so valuable, like more right. valuable than you think. Exactly. And then start reframing it because I'm sure you got it. You just got to be looking at things right. the right way. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, yes. It's interesting because I, I take people to a similar path and I, I use the example like of a resume, how we highlight certain strengths we have. And I remember mm-hmm. even when, before I even got really into the field of working what I'm doing now, all I had was my volunteer experiences, things that I did at church. I tell people, you know, sometimes we don't see, it. a good example is I was helping somebody um, with their resume and the job had required that you had group experience. And so I said, you have group experience. And she was like, I never worked with a group. I said, you speak at church, you do sermons, mm-hmm. you preach yep. to a group, you do monthly meetings on your job, you facilitate. Guess what? That's a group. We don't, right. we, I don't know. We, we separate these things and don't really like you saying it's the same thing. And I remember this exactly. doctor telling me in my resume, he already wanted to hire me. This is further on down the line in my experience. I was going to be working with people who had traumatic brain injuries. And he noticed that I worked with people who was in transition or who came from different backgrounds, from formerly incarcerated, from homelessness. And he even helped my resume. He said, show your resume is great. People looking for keywords. He says, so all you need to do is put in the word transitional counseling, even though you've done it, but put that in there. And I'm like, that makes sense. It's people in transitioning. So sometimes even key words, like you said, people are looking mm-hmm. for is not how far back is what strength you're looking for. I didn't even, I'm like, that's true. I made that mm-hmm. simple adjustment and it made a big difference. Cause he said, when he submit my resume, he don't make the final decision. It's going to be audited by a governing board. And so just those little words and pulling on highlighting those things and seeing a the theme in everything that I did, I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. It is like you usually have the things that you need already. Right. Right. It's just saying, okay, how do I, how do I just tweak this, do this a little bit? But yeah, yeah, things like what you do at church, what you do at the community, there is, there are so many things there, but people cheapen it as if it doesn't matter. And it does. Right. It does. That's why I like what you and I do, because a lot of people, like you were saying earlier, sometimes you think there's enough people doing this, but it's, I always say it's just people born every day. There's somebody who don't know this. I speak to people yep. all the time and you think the average person would know some things like, no, they don't even, sometimes their mind don't even think. They don't go that deep, as you mentioned earlier. They don't mm-hmm. think about, um, sometimes, first of all, we're too busy. I always say we're too busy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we're right. busy building other people's dreams a lot. And another thing is, I always tell people, I don't always talk about being a full entrepreneur because sometimes people, you know, they put a message out there that make people feel like they got to just quit their job and just go mm-hmm. forth and do stuff. Some people love their job. Some people love their career. They're in their dream job. Mm-hmm. However, there's something else still missing. So then you got your side hustlers, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about side hustling. When 
they're doing other things that bring fulfillment, like you mentioned. And those, look, I'm still full-time. I'm still working in the field doing mental health coaching. Mm-hmm. But on the mm-hmm. side, I do this. I use my mouth to, <laughs> to speak, you know, t- speaking, coaching, um, creating products on the side. And those things bring me fulfillment where it kind of bring a, I, don't, I hate to use the word balance, but it kind of bring a balance. And uh, that's another word I usually use as well. Can't think of it right now, but it mm-hmm. helps me to cope me- maybe at, my regular job when I get kind of tired and weary because that mm-hmm. brings me energy doing something mm-hmm. I love to do. I get re-energized and then I'm just ready to go forth. Have you yep. experienced that? Yeah. I mean, I, I do it right now. And, and I got to say, so, so right now, a lot of my attention and focus is going towards helping people who, who want to move into full-time entrepreneurship and that right. is not everybody. And that is okay. Right. right? And that is right. okay. But that's me. Absolutely. <laughs> there there are some of us who are like okay we know we we know yes (laughs) we know we're gonna make our move but but either way you know I experience even right now you know and I still hold currently a nine to five I heard hold a nine to five I do coaching I'm doing the daily podcast and I'm doing all this but I also know that my end, right? My, my clock is ticking that my, my impact is bigger than what my nine to five will be able to hold, but that's not true for everybody. And that's okay. Right. 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 They enjoy what they're doing today and they want to do a little bit of this extra. And in some cases they find the ability and opportunity to do some of that extra in the nine to five. I think, I think the key is you want to be in a fulfilled place, right? You know, whether you are full-time entrepreneur or you are part-time entrepreneur, you want to be in a fulfilled place and right. bringing something to the world. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I completely know what you mean. Like yes. you, I, I have the days, Cheryl, especially <laughs> now where, in fact, I'm thinking about my Wednesday where there are three podcast interviews that I need to do. Sorry, you busy. <laughs> And my my mind is like, oh my gosh. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but I love this. And in the back of my mind, oh, but I have to go to work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. So everybody's got a little bit of a a, a different flavor there, but being fulfilled is the key, no matter how you, how you mix that up. Right. Well, I want to know about your podcast, Ambition, Honey and Hustle, right? Mm -hmm. What do you Mm -hmm. talk about on your podcast? All right. So on Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. So we are talking all things. Now it's mostly focused around entrepreneurship-related topics. Um, In some of the earlier episodes, you will hear a lot around just career navigation and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So you'll hear a mix of career. You'll hear um, entrepreneurship-related topics in terms of building your business, um, marketing, strategy-related things, mindset-related things, um, startup-related topics, all the things that go along with um, especially being the place of being a part-time entrepreneur right, right. and making your hustle towards full-time in particular. Right. Um, I talk a lot about my kids as it oh, relates yes. to, to my uh, entrepreneurship experiences yes. because it, it's all a journey. That's real. And yes. You know what I mean? And, yes. and right now for me, I'm on that journey from, you know, working the nine to t- the nine to five to moving into full-time entrepreneurship. Right. And so that podcast is giving that exposure to that journey along with some of my. Oh, we froze. Hopefully billion dollar product portfolios and marketing. Yes. No, you have froze a little bit, but you're back. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 a little bit of entrepreneurship. It's strategy. It's marketing. It's um it's the life balance component when you are right. a mother and let's say you are married um and especially being a female like you right. hear all of that uh, right on that journey. Oh, you made me think of the word. It was harmonizing. Everything harmony and harmony. Mm. <laughs> you know, because they always mm-hmm. say you can't balancing something is going to get more of your attention or your weight at times. But it is trying to find yes. that. But um, oh, so I had something I had to ask you. Mindset, because you know, I'm so of course what I do all the time is help people with their mindset and perception. When you mm-hmm. help people with their mindset, what do you tell them? The type of or what? Where, what do you teach about? what kind of mindset you need to have when it comes to entrepreneurship. Cause there's a different mm. conversation I have with entrepreneurs than those I have with people who are with the old system where you got to get that job. You got to get security, which do not exist anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and just find that one structure, but you never grow. You never come into wealth because you get a set salary. And so yep. I couldn't, I can't have certain conversation with, those people, because they don't get it. And I understand yeah. they're with the sense of a sense of security, which really don't exist anymore. And things have changed. But when I talk to mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, we we are risk takers. We don't oh, always yeah. have to see the whole end. We like got the vision. Let's run with it. Take care yes. of the logistics and all that stuff. <laughs> so I know yes. it's a different mindset. Yes, and I would say from the entrepreneurship standpoint. Um, you know, one of the things that I have found on this journey, um, and I've, I've, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, actually, before I've yes. um, sort of centralized on my current, you know, Candace right. Spears brand and helping, um, yes. I ran a, a catering business for a little while. Awesome. And, um, yeah, a lot of work. Oh, I was doing here in the projects, making money in the projects, making money. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? We yes. know what it means to hustle and make money. Um, so, so either way, um, from a mindset, from an entrepreneurship standpoint, one of the things that I I learned and I'm growing in is that idea of scarcity versus an abundance. Yes, type yes. mindset. And I think that's so important for us as entrepreneurs. Um, And especially if you are an entrepreneur that is right now doing that side hustle and trying to make your way towards that main hustle, because, you know, the scarcity piece of you may say, no, I can't invest in this. I got to make sure these bills continue to get paid. I didn't make sure this happens. This happens. And not allowing yourself to say, no, it's okay to spend whatever amount of money on this coaching because I know I need to get to this next right. level. I know I need to do yes. this. Right, right. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. You look at things differently. Yes. Um, I think also just being mentally prepared as an entrepreneur that everything will not go right. It that's won't. Right. <laughs> like, that's it right. Won't. And, and that's okay. Right. Right. And having that mindset that my failure is not oh, it doesn't mean I should pack up and go home. Exactly. <laughs> it means that I need to pivot and try something different. I right. learned something. Learn a lot. Le- right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. I learn, I move on. And so, you know, just having that mindset of sort of abundance and, yes. you know, the world being open to what is coming your way, not being so wed to your idea and exactly. being flexible. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. I think, I think those are the big things for us as entrepreneurs. As we also, like, we constantly need motivation. And I know you, <laughs> I know you know yeah. this, Cheryl. Yes, yes. Because you have your high days where it's like, yeah. Oh, all these people reached out I'm to you. To or they, yes. Right. All this stuff. 
and you have your low days where it's like crickets and are my offers working? (laughs) Yes. Am I wasting my life? Like, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. All over the place. I'm telling you. And and that's the mindset. It's like, at the end of the day, you keep pushing, you, you know, like you said, you're going to those changes, ups and downs to get weary. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Maybe I was just making, maybe I'm just imagining things, but it's like, but it's really what makes you happy. So it's like the passion again for doing it, that drives me. And sometimes we got to do things to remind ourselves of that. Cause yeah. like you said, you know, sometimes we just feel like just get discouraged basically, yep. but then something inside of you is like, I, I can't, I can't let this go. Right. <laughs> and that's why I tell people that's another I, a, an indicator of your passion, your purpose is something that keeps following. It doesn't matter where you go. You can't run from it. It's inside of you. <laughs> it's like, yep. you gotta operate it in on some level to bring mm-hmm. a sense of fulfillment. And so I, you know, it just doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. It keeps knocking at your door like Cheryl. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad you joined me today. This is so, so good. You know what too, I want to talk about that. I do know, well, you, you know, it's everybody's talking about it. This is the best time. This is the see, And I know this is somebody's season to do mm-hmm. something different because mm. You know you should be doing something different, but you have to make those changes. And even if that includes, like Candace said, making an investment in yourself, you got to think different. You got to do something different because, like they said, if you don't, it's like insanity. You want a certain result, but if you keep doing the same thing, you're not going to get a different result. That's insane to think that you're going to have a different outcome if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. So you have and so if that means getting with other people who are like-minded, people who are doing, mm-hmm. and that's another thing, Candace. It, and, I believe, and God has a way of doing that too. It's like mm-hmm. you find yourself gravitated or around the company of people who are doing what you're doing and even doing it on another higher level. And so mm-hmm. you find yourself in a room and like you mentioned earlier, networking is powerful. Yes. I mean, you don't know what networking would do. And I heard T.D. Jake say a long time ago, and I always stick with it, when it comes to terms of like money or investment, but he was saying sometimes God will give you a house you can't afford for a price that you can afford. So I believe mm. even with people in the right room, sometimes you think you're not qualified or you you, you battle with the, uh, what you call it, syndrome. The imposter, the imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yes, mm-hmm. when you think, oh, they're gonna find me out, or I'm not really <laughs> this, I'm not really that. And realize everybody has a story, everybody started for somewhere. Totally. But when you're in the room with the right people, sometimes people will see your gift, your talent, your skill set, your experience, call it out. And people will sometimes even invest in you. And I've yeah. had this happen to me or open up a platform for you, but you gotta be in the room, you gotta make yourself available. So, especially mm-hmm. to those who are introverts. Because I tell, talk to my introverts. You can, I'm one of those people. <laughs> right. But Surprisingly, you know, I am. <laughs> that's, yeah, sometimes you can be what it says, ambivert. I forgot the other one where you can do both. You can kind of uh-huh. be social and be introvert at the same time. Like, you know when to switch it on and off. You know when mm-hmm. you need to be in the room. You know when you need to show up. And it may right. be a fight, but you know you have to do it at the end of the day. Well, I have those clients who, you know, they get real comfortable not doing anything. And they always need that extra push. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's like when you do that, I believe you get encouraged when you start seeing doors opening and opportunities open. It gives you a burst of energy. Like, okay, I think I can do this. Get around mm-hmm. with the right people who constantly speak life into your yes. vision. And you yes. learn to speak life into your own vision. And and I like how Candace said earlier, um, you got to be willing to take risks. Everybody fails. And that's what encouraged me, Candace. My mm-hmm. mindset is like, 
Nobody was born knowing everything. And you're going to make mistakes. And I've heard billionaires talk. I've watched a lot of webinars of billionaires who talk about so many failures, so many mistakes they made, but they don't look at it as a mistake. Here's the mindset again. It was mm -hmm. on their way towards their overarching goal or their, their destiny or things that they want to achieve. It was a learning right. lesson. Every, nothing was in vain. It was like they needed to go through this to get to that, basically. And mm -hmm. stuff like that encourages me. I'm like, okay, well, this person is a right. billionaire, and they talk about all the mistakes and maybe the different businesses they tried and gave up or reinvented or repurposed it or repackaged right. it. Nothing wrong with repackaging. I don't care if you start a, a business or side hustle today and maybe that life is all about tweaks, yep. changes, transitions. That's life. So that's, yep. the, that's part of the mindset of an entrepreneur. <laughs> I agree. You know, you made me think about the Steve Jobs quote, and I'm about to screw it up because I don't remember exactly how it went. Okay. But, <laughs> but it's something like everything in the world, like everything that you see around you yes. was created by people no smarter than you. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like it's, it's the things, like just you, you can look around you where you are right now. Yes. Someone created it. Right. And, and, and they didn't necessarily have um, more education than you, right. more smarts than you, exactly. more resources than you know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. And so I, I, I think your point, I just have to echo your point about being in the room. Right. And I think if you are going to challenge yourself to do something different, change up your circle. I don't mean, and by that, I don't mean go and like, leave all your friends exactly <laughs> right nobody take that the wrong way but what i do mean is get out of your comfort zone and get in some circles where you barely understand what the conversation is about right. you you know the least in the room right. you know what i mean exactly those, those are the situations that help you grow that's they right help you do different make your notes, do journaling. They always say you shouldn't be the smartest person in the room anyway. If right. you are, something's wrong because you can't grow, you can't learn, you, can't, you won't be stretched, you'll be stuck. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, exactly. And, and when I'm thinking about the core beliefs, you know, you mentioned that quote by Steve Jobs, it's really mm -hmm. dealing with those core beliefs. You have to believe, believe in yourself. or believe, You have to really get to that point where you believe what you have is just as valuable as anybody else and not compare yourself, but just look at other people's experience and realize they all started from some place and they didn't yes. have everything. They didn't have every tool, but something inside of them pushed them towards, you know what, I, I think I can do this. And so you got to deal with those core beliefs, those self-defeated thoughts, again, thinking that you don't have enough, mm -hmm. uh, everything is, the market is oversaturated, or yep. whatever those core beliefs are. You know, I, I didn't go to school. I'm a person who dropped out of high school, went back to high school and college in my 30s and 40s, so it mm. doesn't, you can, it doesn't matter. I, what helped me get through it is that I've learned to speak life into myself, um, yes. be around other people, and listen to their stories who, because sometimes we look good now, but you don't know what we've been through. <laughs> Amen. I've met some phenomenal people who are awesome in the world, find out they've been in jail, they've been in prostitution, they lost their kids to the system, and today they're mm -hmm. doing lovely. And they're traveling around the world doing great things. And that's why we mm -hmm. need to be authentic and share our story. I think it's so powerful right. that people hear the real truth. Like, I didn't just, we wasn't born with silver spoons in our mouth. We have to try to figure this thing out, and we will make mistakes while we're figuring out. The thing is, 
be okay with, like Candace said, be okay with figuring out and making mistakes. It's all part of the process. But we don't want to be, and I want to go into my, because I easily get into preaching because I'm a minister. But I'm <laughs> like, you, we don't want to go through the process. I was thinking about olives, how they're, how they're mashed, and <laughs> you got to get that oh, oil out. <laughs> hey, they're hey, pressed. The process. Yes, we got to <laughs> go through the pressing, but it'll bring out such great things in you. And so I, that's why I appreciate Candace being here, because that's something that she does with her clients that really help you to get all of that stuff out and see things different and deal with the mindset because it is layers that we deal with when we help people. It's a whole mindset. Mm -hmm. You can give them all the tools and strategies in the world. They don't get their mindset right. They'll stay stuck up here. Yep. It's like Carter G. Woodson said, it, well, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but, you know, we can be in prison in our minds. You know what I'm yep. saying? They you plays a big room, role. Get the same message. And somebody won't get some out of it. Somebody else, you just gave them something that catapult their life to a whole nother level. So you got to be open to that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Points you want to make, Candace? And, and, and after that, you can tell us where we can follow you, find you about your services, packages, whatever you have. Yeah, no, I, I just want to say, you know, to your, your last point about mindset, man, mindset will take you everywhere. Yes. And you can just as easily, to your point, put yourself in a prison as you can put yourself into endless opportunities, right? Unlimitless, unboundless opportunities, all starting with that mental game. So yes. yeah, 1000%. Yes. Um, so from my perspective, if, you know, if anyone is interested in really trying to jump into a a new role that they feel like oh i've always wanted to do xyz career but i just yes. don't feel like i'm qualified to do it or you know in a case where you might be a part-time entrepreneur that eventually wants to move full-time but you don't feel like you can put yourself in the market quite right, right. Repackage You Academy helps with doing that very thing. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in and going through that transformation and you have the opportunity to get some support from me directly as well, you can go and, and check out repackageyou.com. And then if you haven't heard Ambition, Honey, and Hustle, and it is something that you might be interested in, especially if you are a part-time entrepreneur, especially, and you want to make a main hustle transition, then I would recommend that you subscribe to Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. Yes. You can find it. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, just about anywhere you can find podcasts. <laughs> you can find it there. <laughs> yeah, you can find it there. Yes. Um, and then I would encourage you to check out CandaSpears.com. There, uh, my blog is there. There's other resources. You can tap into show notes for the podcast, all this other stuff. Get signed up for the Bigger Impact Weekly Newsletter. And there's lots of different um, right. opportunities for you to be supported along, along your journey um, to full-time entrepreneurship or possibly even, you know, again, making that just switch with a career change, but not exactly having all the pieces that you need to, to repackage. Right, right. I like your website, by the way. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <on> <laughs> Thank yes, you. yes, yes. <laughs> so please follow Candace. If you need somebody to help you get from point A to point B to point C, you know, you want to be that entrepreneur, you want to have a business on the side, because I know sometimes that's where we start with the side hustle and it turns into a full business and Candace can take you through those steps to get to that point. Um, follow her, sign up for her programs. 
and I and I'm, I'm listening to her. I'm going back to I'm starting from like the beginning and kind of catching up. But I I see some good stuff that you have on there. I'm like, wow, this is good as well. Oh, but um, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to Cheryl's Get Your Life Back podcast. And you know, I'm on Apple iTunes, iTunes Apple Podcast as well. I'm on SoundCloud. I want to get over, I got to get over to Spotify and Anchor, but it's, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> but this broadcast is going to be on YouTube and it's going to be on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as well. And probably within a, well, you're watching it today, but um, if you was blessed by this this broadcast, if you got anything out of it, I would really appreciate your comments either on YouTube or where the podcast is and leave your comments and commentaries because it really helps me to find out more about what you want to hear about what's really helping my audience and my population that I work with as well, because I, I repurposed my podcast, Candice. I really started this really not to even grow into anything. It was really just a place to house a lot of my content for clients that I've worked with. So when I'm not working mm -hmm. with them anymore, they have like a place they can go to and listen and reinforce everything that I taught them, all the strategies and tools and awesome. they can hear it. And they said it was a blessing to them. And then I just started thinking about, Hmm, let me repackage this. <laughs> there, there we go. Okay. <laughs> and grow it because um, it's just something else. You just never know what it, it can become. And people like, I've, I'm getting commentaries from people that sign up. People I didn't even think was listening to me. I'm listening to your podcast and this touched me and what you said about this. And I'm like, okay, I got something here, you know? So mm -hmm. it was, it was now I'm just focusing more my energy on the YouTube and my podcast and things like that, because I believe it's valuable content. Even this, I know it was valuable to somebody's ears and not only for you, but those of you who know somebody else who's trying to do all the things that we're talking about. So don't be stingy, mm -hmm. share it out, subscribe, like, follow, and all of that good stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and be blessed until we meet again. Bye-bye.